This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Ladies and gentlemen, I spent uh, 25 years wearing the Army uh, cloth. I served with the 82nd Airborne Division. I served with the Army Green Berets uh, for 25 years. I was defending the freedom of America. What we have today is a rogue administration. This is only one of the many executive orders, unconstitutional executive orders that they have passed along with this order from the ATF. My message to the Biden administration is the American people will no longer allow unelected bureaucrats to pass these so-called laws, which are not laws passed by Congress. My message to the American people is we are standing here for you. The rogue Biden administration is now put on notice that Congress will stop these unconstitutional actions. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Wednesday, 13 June, Year of the Lord, 2023. We have uh, Colonel, now Congressman Keith, Keith Self, a West Point graduate, uh, joins us. Uh, Congressman, what do you, let's put a little meat on the bone. When you say uh, a rogue regime, coming from someone with your heritage, training at West Point, finest military academy in the world, uh, served with the uh, uh, historic, venerable 82nd Airborne, We'll talk a little bit in a minute about uh, about Normandy. Uh, when someone like you starts using the term for a president and his administration as a rogue regime, rogue group, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, they are trying to be the legislative branch as well as the executive branch. The legislative branch is the branch of government in our separation of powers that passes laws the executive branch executes those laws, or in the case of the Biden administration, does not execute the laws, and not only does not execute the laws of the land, but tries to make the laws of the land that they won't make. That, to me, is a rogue administration. What um, other, you had mentioned one of many, uh, in the, and let's go into detail. Tell us about the pistol brace. Why do you think that was unconstitutional, illegal? You voted uh, in that kind of historic move of uh, Congressman Clyde uh, to to uh, overturn this with a new bill. Talk to me about that. Then I want to talk, what other elements do you see as rogue? What other executive orders come to mind? Uh, well, the pistol brace is simply a piece of plastic that allows disabled veterans and other people, women, for instance, uh, to handle their pistol better. Uh, it is absolutely uh uh, constitutional under the Second Amendment. This is a, definitely an infringement. So that's the pistol brace rule. We also have executive orders on electric vehicles, on gas stoves. Uh, they're looking at your heating and air conditioning system. Uh, so they are throwing everything against the wall to try to, one, kill the fossil fuel industry, and, and two, control what you buy, what you use, 
so this is this is one of the biggest ones because it falls under the Second Amendment. But there are many others that they're trying to get through. Is this because we were talking on the morning show about the the, the differences here? The, the the gap is so wide, you really can't negotiate this out. What, are these? traditional because look i come from the south i come from virginia and my family were all working class democrats the entire family if you had mentioned when i was a little boy uh somebody voting for republican they did vote uh, some of them did vote for president eisenhower but that was different he was looked at as a as a war hero but even the concept of voting for a republican was just something down south you, you didn't think of what is what do you think is the driving motive force in back of this uh, this rogue administration, what, what, because it's it's such a huge gap between traditional Americanism. Well, you you see the two worldviews in America on full display here. Uh, there is one worldview that still holds to individual responsibility, individual freedom. We call those conservatives. There is another worldview that talks about entire control by the government. So I've said for, for many months now that there are three things that they must destroy for the federal gover- government to be totally autonomous. They've got to destroy our families. They've got to destroy our history. They've got to destroy our culture. Uh, so those are the three things, and, and religion. Uh, so those are the three things that they must destroy, uh, because uh, if we answer to a higher being, uh, as is our traditional Christian faith, then the federal government is not autonomous. It is not uh, autocratic. It is not totally in charge because we do answer to a higher being. If we could play, if Memphis could uh, play, uh, that's a great tee-up. I want to play what I've referred to since I first saw it on Saturday as a desecration, not just a desecration, not just a desecration of, uh, of old glory, but a deeper desecration that took place at the White House on the lawn. Let's go ahead and play this, and I want to bring in uh, Congressman uh, Keith Self uh, for his observations. Uh, Memphis, you can go ahead and play it. Welcome to the White House. Thank you. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Year. Happy Pride Life. Yeah. Transgender children. You are beautiful. You are heard. You belong. You are understood. You are loved. And you belong. Yeah. Some of the bravest and most inspiring people I've ever known. And I mean, you're welcome. Good folks. Can we take a little video? Hi, Mr. President. It is an honor. Trans rights are human rights. Oh, it's We want our kids just to be kids running around and, hey, eating too much sugar. (laughs) To laugh with the friends that we wish we saw more often to find solace in the arms of people who see us for who we are, to celebrate the beauty and the resilience of this community. There's there's been some criticism also of um, the White House 
the flag placement with the pride flag violating the U.S. flag code. Did anybody notice that or, or fail to notice that or was it a, an intentional statement? Could you just explain what happened with that? So the administration was proud again uh, to display uh, the pride uh, flag. Uh, it was a historic event at the White House. Uh, it's centered around the love uh, around love and family, and I think that's important. And uh, so, you know, we're not going to, to let anyone distract us from that. What was the meaning of the day? What was a, a, the meaning of having families here and to celebrate a community? I'm certainly not going to get into protocols from here, or uh, I'll leave that to others. And so, uh, you know, we're proud of this historic event that we were able uh, to put together uh, here on the South Lawn for our families, and uh, so I'll leave it there. On the exposure incident on the South Lawn, uh, having received the statement that uh, the White House believes that was inappropriate, disrespectful, is there going to be a greater effort in the future to communicate a code of conduct for White House guests? Look, we've, as you mentioned, the statement uh, that we put out, you heard from us earlier today, uh, the, the behavior was simply unacceptable. Uh, we've been very clear about that. It was unfair to the hundreds of attendees who were there to celebrate their families. Uh, so, you know, we're going to continue to be clear on that. And uh, that type of behavior is, uh, as I said, unacceptable. It's not appropriate. It's disrespectful. And let's not, uh, it, okay. it really does not reflect the event that we have. It's, it's uh, yeah, it totally reflects the event. It was a desecration. Uh, Colonel Self, I want to I wanna go to the part where uh, the individual that is residing at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue says that uh, these are the bravest and currently the commander-in-chief of our armed forces says that this freak show are the bravest people he's ever uh, ever met ever known your thoughts on that comment sir that's abominable the bravest men that I know probably wear prosthesis Let's take John Wayne Walding, the Shock Valley battle in Afghanistan, the battle that had the most silver stars of any battle in American history. He had his legs shot off about 19 minutes into a four or five hour gun battle. Those are brave men. One of those silver stars was upgraded to the Medal of Honor. And I could go on and on. Those are the brave men and women in America. The, the brave men and women in America run into fires to save your family. The brave men and women, there was one in Allen, Texas within the past uh, couple of months, four minutes from hearing the first shot to taking down the gunman. That's a cop, that's a fireman, that's a soldier, that's a Marine, that's an Air, Air Force. Those are the bravest men, the men who protect our freedoms not who take our freedoms and turn it into license like you saw in the White House lawn. Those are the brave men and women uh, of America. Colonel Self, you see the, um, today is Flag Day and we've been honoring Flag Day. We've got a live stream going on on our Getter channel right now with General Flynn and others all day from 10 a.m. to 6 uh, to uh, commemorate Old Glory. When you see Old Glory they're at the White House, and you see this abomination, whatever this flag they've got, that's really the Democrat Party flag, between, in a place of honor between old glories. As someone served with the 82nd Airborne, tell me, tell me what your thoughts are. 
Well, I will tell you, I wore the flag of our nation on my right shoulder for uh, many years. Uh, it was on my tactical uniform. I wore it into uh, to combat. And I will tell you, uh, that's the flag that I serve. That's the flag that ought to be of the highest uh, flagpole we have. And frankly, that's the only one that ought to fly except for state flags, maybe the POW flag. Uh, so absolutely, those are the flags that represent our nation. Uh, Congressman, the, uh, there's just a report out today that trailing 12 months, because I know you're very focused on this about spending, uh, report out that the trailing 12 months deficit is $2.1 trillion. And the, and the reason is that government expenditures are still about 25% of GDP. But tax revenues have fallen back to historical levels now of 17% because the economy's slowing. Uh, and they're projecting the economy is only going to grow at 1.1% this year, so the deficit is going to get bigger. You, you and your colleagues, particularly what I would call the deficit hawks, are people that are really focused on preserving the robust nature of American capitalism. What, what's the thinking now of, of, of the House, of, of how do we get, given that many of your colleagues kind of gave away the game with, with giving Biden this, this debt ceiling, as you predicted, it's going to be far bigger than a $4 trillion added deficit. The thinking of you and your colleagues that are really put for, you know, foremost the nation's economy, the nation's balance sheet, the health of our economy for future generations, what's your guys thinking now? Uh, well, the debt is a, an existential threat to our republic. Uh, we must get it under control uh, because the plaque in our arteries is growing, and eventually we will have a heart attack, whether you, what, regardless of what you want to call it, a shutdown, a default, uh, what you want to call it, we will have a severe uh, experience. Now, I will tell you, we are committed to this because, frankly, of the last 22 years, Republicans have held a majority in the House of Representatives for 16 years, 16 out of the last 22 years. That's the same time period that our deficit has grown from 10 trillion to 32 trillion. We've held a majority in the House more than two thirds of the time during that time period from 10 trillion to 32 trillion dollars. That's what this Republican majority and this small group of conservatives is committed to stopping. I just want to go back. When you say for someone like you, who's, uh, you know, you're, you're not a fire breather. When you say, Given, you know, the Chinese Communist Party threat, given your service to your country, given you come from West Point, when you say the debt's an existential threat, <laughs> do, and I know the Democrats don't think this, so they want to keep going, they're so radical. Are there members of, of this conference that don't agree with you, that don't understand that this is now maybe our biggest national security threat is ourselves in the printing of this money and the running up of debt? Are, are there members of your conference that think that, that don't agree with you, don't get that? Well, I will say that I put it this way. There are people that are philosophically conservative. They will say they're conservative. They will, they will opine that they are conservative. But operationally, they are not willing to make the hard decisions to be conservative. Because conservative does not run up, a conservative does not run up $4 trillion in debt over 19 months. Uh, that is not a conservative position. I'm not going to characterize my colleagues in the House, but I will just say that is not a conservative position. 
Going forward, uh, how are we going to rectify this? What's your recommendation? A lot of people, now that you've been on the show, follow you, um, uh, understand your thinking. What, what's your action plan? How, how do we try to get people to say the conservative to start? To, because the, the times of easy, easy decision, decisions are in back of us. We, nothing, we have nothing but hard calls, but we've got to start making those hard calls. So what would be your recommendation? Well, I will ask people to continue to contact your representatives, because I hear from several of my colleagues that who made yes votes on the debt ceiling bill. Uh, they're getting a lot of calls from their constituents. I encourage you to continue to do that. Now, going forward, which was your question, we've got to make use of the appropriations process. We've got to set a top line. We've got to hold to it. We've got to make sure that we don't uh, have rescissions that we make and then backfill spending with those rescissions. Uh, that's one of the keys, because right now I think the plan is to, yes, we can tell the American people that we have made a rescission of a certain amount of money, but then if we hold it to simply backfill the spending, it, we haven't done anything. So we've got to make sure that we set a good top line and that we hold to it. Uh, so the appropriations process is our next opportunity uh, to make the changes that we need to in the spending, the out-of-control spending. Do you think that given that leadership waved off uh, from the debt ceiling, do you think you feel now that they understand the gravity of the situation? So come mid, about uh, about 100 days. If you go through regular order, this will all come up in mid-September. Of course, the Senate's not going to agree, but this will come down to you know the run-up to 30 September, the end of the fiscal year. There'll be another, this will be another showdown. Do you think people have the moral fortitude and courage to force Biden to shut down the government or just go to another CR and another omnibus? Or do you think your colleagues now understand the gravity of the situation in this moment in American history? I don't know, Steve. I, I honestly do not know. I will tell you that there's, I do hear some pessimism that we're simply headed for a showdown, uh, maybe a shutdown, maybe a CR, uh, maybe an omnibus. Uh, we've said no omnibuses, but you know how that uh, that can change. Uh, so I honestly don't know the answer to your question, but I will tell you, this is serious. Uh, we need to get serious about the spending from the federal government, or we will just continue to add to that debt, and eventually something will crash. Colonel Self, how do people follow you now? You're, you're, you're straightforward and honest uh, because this is all to be determined. This next 100 days is going to be just as vital in the House because we're going to have they're going to have a massive, massive fight in mid-September about all these topics. How do people find out more about you? Well, on social media, they're all kind of alike. Rep Keith Self. Uh, or you can sign up for my official uh, weekly newsletter at keithself.house.gov. So either way, we'd be happy to have you follow us. Congressman Self, Colonel Self, thank you very much uh, for joining us. I know the Warren Posse and Georgia coming on, so we'll make sure everybody follows and gets the newsletter. So thank you very much. Thank you very much, Steve. Take care. Thank you. The Colonel's one of the key parts of backing Andy Clyde to get this pistol brace through. We've got tons of fights in the House. As you know, we're going to be wall-to-wall on it. He's one of the... Uh, one of the brave folks that have stood up here and fought, fought the, uh, um, particularly the, um, the rule to bring it forward. So another one of the fighters. Uh, quite frankly, I think brutally honest, doesn't know. 
This is why you, this audience is going to be so critical to decisions that get made here. One of the things I want to do, and I really want to thank uh, Colonel Mills for breaking away, setting up some time. I, I got to get people, we talk about existential threats. We said on the morning show, and this is increasingly disturbing to me, we're being enveloped by the Chinese Communist Party, and now it's not even shy. And, and, and Biden and, and this tributary state mentality is Cowtown sending Blinken uh, over, to, uh, over to Beijing. I've asked Colonel Mills, and he's done it, to give us one of his great briefings on, on this kind of envelopment in the Caribbean and Cuba and all of it, and, and why it is this is truly a knife at the throat of the United States of America. Uh, Colonel, I'm going to turn it over to you. You've got your slides. Just do it like your briefing. Uh, the, the War Room Posse is at least a three-star, right? Just do it like your traditional. <laughs> you're briefing a three-star. you got the War Room Posse. And I'll ask the questions for the Posse as I see it up on social media. Go ahead and, go ahead and let it rip. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. First, I got the Caribbean, and then if you want to go to the Cyber Blitz slide for typh uh, Volt Typhoon. But first of all, there was this news story that came out about a and we're showing the cyber. Okay, here we go. Let's go with this slide first. Um, there was this news story that came out about a Chinese spy base in Cuba. And I'm going like, that's like a 23-year-old news story. Uh, they're using the old Lourdes complex here. But it's not just the spy base in Cuba, which China is taking over from Russia. There's many things that are going on. First of all, so here's the spy base, the Lourdes complex, just a little bit to the left of uh, Havana. Got to worry about this. This is direct signal collection, but it could be other things too. Over here in the Gulf of Mexico, much of this oval is actually international waters. There are Chinese uh, oil platforms, uh, both in international waters and also inside the Mexican uh, economic zone. I'm very concerned about these. What's going on on these oil platforms beyond uh, getting gas and oil? Uh, over here in the Bahamas, I'm I'm very concerned because I was right here right before the uh, virus. I was over here in the Bahamas. We have a very sensitive U.S. facility, and China essentially runs the Bahamas. Uh, all I could get out of people is, where are the Americans? What happened to them? And we don't like the Chinese. Very serious matter. Okay, Puerto Rico, population flight, fentanyl. This is, uh, this is a really concern, and there's a lot of fentanyl comes from China, and it's, it's, it's ravishing Puerto Rico. And then Panama. Panama, okay, very important. You know, uh, for those who don't remember, Panama was made by the Americans. It's been greatly expanded, uh, and the Chinese essentially run Panama right now. Again, they're asking, where are the Americans? And uh, they shut down the Panama Canal. That's 50% of our Navy off the table. Okay, let's go through. So, again, the Lourdes complex right here, a little bit to the left of uh, Havana. <laughs> Uh, hang on, hang on, Colonel, Colonel, hang on for a second. How have these encroachments happened? Particularly, you know, I've been to the Bahamas, and I know people down in the Bahamas saying, hey, this is just open. They're building the biggest, I think, embassy in the world complex. It's a lot of it's to track our submarines. But what you just mentioned right there, how has this all gone on without some sort of firestorm coming out of DOD or State Department? Uh, DOD, uh, uh, frankly, doesn't even is not even involved in the, uh, relatively in Central and South America. That is a backwater, and we should be we should be all over Central and South America. Now, in all fairness, the current Southcom commander, uh, she has been she has been yelling about this and putting out brief after brief. She's basically been ignored, both by Congress and the White House. 
Uh, but it goes back further than that. State Department, having done a number of bilaterals with, with different key countries in Central and South America, it's still this horrible attitude at foggy bottom of the bad old days of the death squads, the bad old days of military regimes. They don't really want to talk to us. You know, we'll just kind of, we're going to lead from the rear. In fact, we're, gonna even, we're not even going to lead from the rear. We're going to lead from the locker room. Actually, we're going to lead from the laundry room behind the locker room and not even get out of the playing field. Uh, these countries want to engage with America. China is all over the place. And their number one question is, where is America? It's a horrible, horrible attitude. It's toxic, woke, that goes back 20 years at State Department. And that's the basic foundation of what, what happened here with State Department. Just, 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 just one thing, I just want to make sure, in the change in the combatant commanders, we do have a Southern command. In fact, I think General Kelly was Southern command before we brought him into DHS. We do have a command that totally focuses on Central America, the Caribbean, and Latin America, correct? We do. It's very poorly resourced. It's in Miami. One of my suggestions uh, is actually to move it or at least an advanced element to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico would be ideal, but all the littoral combat ships that big Navy doesn't really want anyway, give give 15 to 20 of those to uh, Southern Command, and that way we would have an immediate uh, presence uh, in the Caribbean and South America. This is just, just absolute, uh, the lack of strategic a clarity and thinking at state and Department of Defense. Before we go to the next slide, last question uh, for this is uh, China has a very well thought through policy here, right? This is just not happenstance. This is this is an organized strategic level uh, endeavor that they're they're undertaking. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of this, the vanguard is Belt and Road. Uh, we have big loans for very poor, impoverished countries and, and payoffs to leaders. And even if they're not paying off the leaders, leaders just can't say no to these. And oftentimes we've seen this, they are, they're intentionally mistranslated. And by law, the Chinese version is the, uh, is the one that takes precedent. And uh, they totally have done this over and over again, mistranslated the documents intentionally and taken advantage of these countries. And within a couple of years, these countries, they have to start handing over uh, ec- uh, yeah. assets because they can't make the payments. <laughs> Colonel Mills, hang on, we're continuing the briefing. I'm gonna take a short commercial break. Colonel Mills will be on the other side. We got the Royce White is gonna join us. Uh, he's been on fire. Always on fire, been really on fire the last couple of days. Uh, we're going to come back to this uh, briefing or take a short commercial break. The Chinese Communist Party's uh, taking the reverse strategy of the British East India Company, predatory capitalism, to capture elite capture in developing nations. Short commercial break. Uh, Colonel Mills tells about the envelopment of the United States from Latin America, Central America, and the Caribbean next in the war room. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you 
when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer. With our hard-earned dollars, with Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner, download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. In today's world, we face challenges like government overreach, attacks on communication, global conflicts, and natural disasters. And relying on your cell phone in these scenarios simply won't cut it. That's why I've been partnering with Satellite Phone Store over the last year to help you stay prepared and ensure your vital communication remains private. They're one of America's largest satellite telecom companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. For a limited time, get an Inmarsat, Insat phone or Iridium 955 satellite phone for free. Let me repeat that. An Inmarsat, ISAT phone or Iridium 955 satellite phone for free. These are top of the line. Iridium phones work anywhere on Earth with a clear view of the sky. Cell coverage reaches only 7% of the Earth, while Iridium covers 100% of the Earth. Satellite phones provide secure communication with no tracking or eavesdropping. Even the U.S. military uses Iridium. If cell towers go down for any reason, your satellite phone still works. Now, don't miss this offer. In addition, we work with the folks at the Satellite Phone Store to secure a special discount for our subscribers. Use promo code STEVE50 to waive the $50 activation fee. Let me use that again. The promo code STEVE50, STEVE50, to waive the $50 activation fee and get 10% off products like generators, Faraday bags, or solar panels in May with code STEVE2023. Let me give that to you again. You get 10% off products like generators, the Faraday bags, or solar panels in the month of May with code STEVE2023. Now visit Satellite Phone Store today. Go visit sat123.com. That's sat123.com. Life can change in an instant. So don't wait. Stay prepared, connected, and protect your privacy. Visit sat123.com. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those 
was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because of EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I've got Colonel John Mills. What I'm going to do is get out of the way and let this briefing continue. Colonel Mills, go ahead and take it away. This is the envelopment of the United States from the South, the Caribbean, Central America, Latin America. Colonel John Mills. Okay, again, 90 miles from Havana to American territory, 90 miles from the Bahamas to American territory. They are surrounding us already. So this is a very important one. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of details here. We have a very sensitive facility on Andros Island right here. And coincidentally, like you said, a very, very large uh, Chinese embassy here uh, in Nassau. The, the, again, the capital. And again, the only question I had, I always talk to the, the man and woman on the street. Where are the Americans? And again, this is even over Huawei runs the infrastructure for the entire island complex. We don't have an ambassador there. We have a charge aid affair. We need to get an ambassador, kick Huawei out, because they're provisioning this site that's even closer, 40 miles. Very dangerous, very dangerous. Okay, Panama Canal. Again, Chinese companies all over the place on both ends running the pilotage services. They want the contract to run water management services. It's very weird. It's been announced. It's been pulled back been announced again, Army Corps of Engineers brought in to oversee. Uh, they want the water management. That way they can flood or drain the Panama Canal at will. Howard Air Force Base, that's where we should negotiate a return. So we have a U.S. presence there. They want us back. They want us back. Okay, so, and this is uh, Roosevelt Road, the beautiful uh, uh, the Naval Air Station, the Naval Station. They didn't reopen this. Puerto Rico wants us back, okay? All of the Vieques Island stuff, that was total uh, sh chicanery of the nonprofits, okay? That was, uh, that was total chicanery. So, you know, what we need to do, we need to eject the CCP from the Bahamas. We need to inspect those Gulf oil platforms and figure out what they're up to on them. We need to bring Southern Command forward from Hawaii, at least a forward presence to Puerto Rico. Uh, we need to negotiate a return to Panama, and we need to harden. We need to harden South, South Florida. We, we supposedly have some Air Force aircraft, guard, reserve, or active on alert at home, the old homestead. But we don't have any missiles, no missile defense. We have nothing. Uh, so we need those are the five things we need to harden the Caribbean. 
So let's let's roll into the cyber blitz, and this is what's going on with Typhoon Volt. I'm gonna have to go back here. There we go. There we go. There we go. Chinese assault is already underway, uh, and coincidentally, we have Section 1088 of the 2019 or 2023 National Defense Authorization Act. The Chinese cyber blitz is all about power shutting down our domestic power. It's about our uh, our ports, and it's about our defense, our plants, of our defense industrial base. Okay, a review. Now we have a Chinese attack uh, on uh, on Guam. This should be considered an attack, not a law enforcement action. This should be considered an attack. Uh, it's Typhoon Volt, uh, Volt Typhoon, excuse me. Uh, and it was based, uh, they were attacking the Microsoft Windows environment, which is essentially uh, the interface environment for a lot of complex. Now, I'm not going to show you on the map where we have satellite ground stations, where we have undersea cable landings, things like that. Those are too sensitive, but our major facilities are the- Hang on a second, hang on a second, slow down. Tell people what happened in Guam, because this is, I keep saying, uh, uh, Navarro was on here a week ago talking about criminal activity, criminal hackers. I said, no, 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 no. They're definitely criminals, but the Chinese Communist Party have, has, has partnered with the criminal Tongs from the beginning. This Mao Zedong made a deal with them back in the 1930s. Uh, this is an act of war. Walk me through. Give me a minute on, on what happened in Guam and why it's an act of war. Yeah, they embedded malware so they could remotely access. They could remotely access and shut down our critical, in, critical infrastructure. That could be our command and control systems. It could be missile defense. It could be air defense. They deposited it. In the old days, the Soviets supposedly pre-planted nuke devices. The Chinese are pre-planting malware so they can at will shut down our, command, our, uh, our sensitive networks. That's what they did in uh, Guam. Okay, one more time. When you talk about the cyber, I want this cyber blitz out of, I think this is potentially as dangerous, maybe even more dangerous than the, the nuclear, the Cuban Missile Crisis, because they have the ability, this is just not listening stations. That's, been, that's the way the media's kind of played it. This is a platform for offensive cyber warfare against the United States, against our grid and other things. This is also the potential for biological warfare, a platform just 90 miles off the coast. Walk me through, give me a minute or two on the cyber blitz possibilities emanating from Cuba by the Chinese Communist Party. Well, emanating from Cuba, that, that could be a forward outpost uh, to, to project cyber effects into America. Uh, Savannah on, on, the, on the East Coast is, is our fourth largest container port, and that's not too far up the coast. And talking about ports, this is really important. This is the combined Los Angeles and Long Beach Harbor. And, and one of the things now, 75% of all port cranes are made where? In China. In China. So that means out of the, uh, there's a potentially 116 uh, Chinese cyber spy cranes. So these, these are not just these huge cranes. You got to look at them as endpoints, IP endpoints on the world architecture that Chinese intelligence runs. So right here in this very important harbor, very important harbor, the Chinese already have advanced guards right there. They've essentially, if these cranes, they can imbalance, the, they can spy, they can topple the cranes over. Okay. Here are nine of the biggest cranes against one of the largest container ships. This, just, this was just in Los Angeles Harbor. 
that there's nine cranes here. Like of these nine, every one of these came from China, every one of these. And you can fool around and override the emergency, uh, the emergency uh, systems here to trick and confuse the crane to thinking that it's in, it's in balance where it's actually out of balance. This thing could, all these cranes could topple over onto this ship, put, it, put the, all the cranes out of commission, the ship out of commission, the berth out of commission. When we're trying to generate and project force to deter or actually defeat, uh, engage China, Is, they could be uh, easily uh, taking out our do ports. You, do, do you, do you believe Cyber Command is on top of this? We got we got a bouncer in a moment, Colonel. But are you I, confident that Cyber Command is on top of this? My concern, based on open source reporting, is the Cyber Command plus Five Eyes partners have all been focused on Ukraine. They've done a good job of shutting down Russia and China, which was providing a lot of muscle. That's a problem, though. They're they're totally committed and focused on Ukraine when they should be for worrying about this. That's my concern. They're overcommitted to the Ukraine. They've done a good job, but what about the main, main game in the Pacific? That's my concern. They're distracted. Colonel, Colonel Mills, how do they get to your book? How do they get to all the great content you're putting up every day? Uh, thank you, Steve. Uh, Colonel Rhett John, Colonel R-E-T John on Substack, Getter and Truth, thenationwillfollow.com, thenationwillfollow.com. Uh, and my, my time in the deep state, find the deep state. And then this fall coming out from Sky Horse is going to be the new book, uh, The War Against the Deep State, The War Against the Deep State. Watch for it in the fall. Thank you. Colonel Mills, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Um, everybody, by the way, this, this cyber, remember, in um, unrestricted warfare, information, uh, economic warfare and cyber warfare are the key elements before you get to kinetic. What we're setting us up for is that the Chinese never have to go to kinetic war. Not that we want to go to kinetic war, but they're going to win the old Sun Tzu. They're going to win without firing a bullet. You're a combatant now. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. You get a free analysis about your title. Because on the, the cyber crime and now the cyber warfare is the warfare of the 21st century. Make sure no one's taken your title and taken out a second mortgage on it. Because they get the $250,000, the second mortgage, and you pay the principal, and you pay these killer interest rates. Go to the today, HomeTitleLock.com. I want to thank Colonel Mills for that great, uh, that great briefing, very disturbing, the envelopment by the CCP. Let's go to Royce White. You've been particularly on fire here the last couple of days, in particular the last couple of episodes about, uh, regarding Trump, but really deeper than that, populist nationalism. Uh, weak rhinos, uh, feckless people, left-wing Democrats. G- give us, give us, Royce White's theory of the case. Well, last night I was sitting in my study and I had a pen and pad out, and and just for intellectual honesty, I was writing down all the things I disagree with Donald Trump on, all the things that I would consider flaws, missteps, mistakes, lack of judgment, so on and so forth. And I get about halfway through. And I just ripped the sheet of paper off and ball it up and throw it over my shoulder. There was a little trash basket back over my back shoulder. I try to make it in because I'm a competitor like that. But but there's a bunch of paper balls sitting on the floor around because I'm not much of a good shot anymore. Um, and, and I wrote one word down on the next sheet, on the next page. And it was the word fear. Whose fear? The establishment's fear, right? And, and I think, you know, any, any person, any individual who this establishment is going to marshal these type of resources, this amount of energy to take out 
any individual who this establishment is willing to um, spare no expense, especially and, and most importantly in terms of their reputation, the legitimacy of their of their governance and the way that they go about all of their politics, anybody who they're willing to uh, spare no expense around reputation to take out is exactly who we should throw down with. And and what I see the my my goal, my job as a young uh, smash mouth populist in the movement commissioned by you. Um, my job is to figure out who are the people out there that can be convinced and what will it take to convince them. And the media, the mainstream media industrial complex, they want you to get bogged down in, 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 in the mud. They want you to get, they want you to get trapped in, in the WWE politics. They want you to look at all of Donald Trump's mistakes or flaws or personality problems or whatever the case may be and, and allow you to justify turning a blind eye to this tyranny on behalf of, of those set of uh, opinions. And in most cases, they want to present them as facts, but I would say most of them are opinions. And the reality is none of the flaws of Donald Trump is why people don't like him. I mean, that's the biggest scam in the entire narrative that the, and I don't care. I don't across the political spectrum, across the aisle, I don't care if you're right wing, left wing, progressive, conservative, populist, neocon, neoliberal, uh, in the middle, independent, libertarian, Christian, Muslim. I don't care who you are. They put one man at the center of the focus and tried to tell you that his mistakes or his flaws are the reason why you're going to turn a blind eye to their tyranny. And there's nothing more dishonest or corrupt than that. So I have one one word on a piece of paper that 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 validates my unequivocal support of Donald Trump in 2024. And I think it should for the rest of the nation, not just the Republicans, Democrats as well, independents as well. Whoever the corrupt elite are going to marshal all their resources to take out, we should support because the corrupt don't spend that much time and energy trying to take out the corrupt. When people are corrupt and our corrupt elites believe they're corrupt, they will help them succeed. They will help them. Even if they have to put on a show, they'll help them. So on the back end, they can buy off whatever integrity they think they can buy off because that's how the corrupt work. Donald Trump's not willing to fold. And he's shown that a number of times. And that's what people are. That's what people reject. It's not even just the elites. It's not just the elites. It's all of us at home. We want to find a reason in Donald Trump not to support him. But it's really our, our, you know, our comfortability with the status quo. It's not when he says, you know, grab him by the vagina that we want to, that we really have a problem with. Our entire society is riddled with pornography and vulgarity and, and any manner of perversions of, of sexuality and morality and ethics and so on and so forth. We don't like Donald Trump. We're uncomfortable with him because we couldn't imagine having a billion dollars in the twilight of our life and staking everything we have to speak an uncomfortable and inconvenient truth. Many of us couldn't imagine it. And that's the loss of sacred honor in the, in the American citizen and in the, in the American mind. I want to play. I got to play this uh, this sacrilege, uh, this desecration I went over because I, I need your uh, observation on this. When you talk about uh, you talk about the fear they're putting in people, and then you look at what the alternative is, and it couldn't be any clearer. They couldn't be they couldn't be rubbing your nose anymore. Let's go ahead and play this, uh, and I'll jump in uh, to get Royce White's observations. Welcome to the White House. Thank you. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Year. Happy Pride Life. Yeah. Transgender children. 
You are beautiful. You are heard. You belong. You are understood. You are loved. And you belong. Some of the bravest and most inspiring people I've ever known. And I mean, you're welcome. Good folks. Can we take a little video? Hi, Mr. President. It is an honor. Trans rights are human rights. Oh, it's a video. Oh, it's a video. Oh, it's a Are we topless at the White House? We want our kids just to be kids running around and, hey, eating too much sugar. <laughs> to laugh with the friends that we wish we saw more often to find solace in the arms of people who see us for who we are, to celebrate the beauty and the resilience of this community. There's been some criticism also of um, the White House, the flag placement, the pride flag violating the U.S. flag code. Did anybody notice that or, or fail to notice that or was it a, an intentional statement? Can you just explain what happened with that? So the administration was proud again uh, to okay. display uh, the pride, uh, pride Proud again. Pr proud, proud to, to, proud to uh, that's their flag. That's their flag to desecrate old glory. Uh, Royce White, your observations on this desecration took place over the weekend at the White House. What, what sticks out to me is that the uh, uh, a broad a broad, uh, a wide, uh, a big portion of the American people are willing to allow the mainstream media industrial complex, industrial complex to pull them in to this, this debate about morality and ethics. And, and it's clearly, it's clearly a contradiction. It's clearly hypocrisy. It's clearly rules are for thee and not for me when it comes to sexual perversion or, or sexual morals or ethics. I mean, it's as clear as day. And, and to talk about Donald Trump's personal life or his past and women and all of these different things that they want to center the narrative around, it's, a, it's all to say, hey, all of, this, all of the sexual ethics we want to uphold the, uh, is just for our, our political opponents. It's the same thing with the lawfare. All of the, the, the equal application of law is an afterthought. It's a, it's, it's a foregone conclusion. There is no more equal application of the law. All there is is our political agenda and whatever means justify the end whatever end justify the mean my my problem with it is again remember when they said that donald trump wasn't mentally stable that he wasn't there was a huge and i know this because i'm a mental health advocate so i pay attention to the, the 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 murmurs from the psychological community or the mental health community uh and we do have a huge mental health problem and many many conservatives and populists would agree it's being hijacked now, just like black people, just like Hispanics, just like Jews, just like Christians, just like all these other movements are being hijacked. But I, re I distinctly remember when they tried to make it seem like Donald Trump was not mentally fit to hold office. And here we have a man in Joe Biden who can barely remember the cue cards that were written for him to go up here and put on the charade. And he's, he's so aloof. He's, he's so he's so, you know, out there in the wind. We got dudes pulling their tits out on the South Lawn, and he thinks that it's a proud moment. I mean, we have guys pulling their tits out on the South Lawn, and we're talking about Donald Trump 
and the documents that he chose, the, the secret documents or the classified material that he as the president chose to keep and, 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 and you know, and look over. Maybe he needed to do something. I don't know. I don't know what the case is. But I know one thing. There's nothing more disgraceful than a guy pulling his tits out on the South Lawn. The, 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 the sacred honor of the White House, the sacred honor of the American flag, the sacred honor of our nation and our citizenship is on full tilt attack by these people. I don't understand who votes for them. I don't understand who wants to follow them. All the black men who I run into, I just ask them right out in the open. Are you really following these people? Or are you trying to get laid? Because if you're trying to get laid, I don't respect you. Don't shake my hand. Don't speak to me. If you really believe these people, let's talk about why. If you're really following them genuinely, let's talk about why. I don't understand it. Royce, how do people, um, we, we put your podcast up every night on both my site and War Room, and our audience loves it. I think we're averaging, I don't know, 25, 30, 35,000 people just uh, coming from, from ours. How do people get, and how they share it, how they get to your podcast, how they get to your writings, how they get to all of it, because your voice is becoming more and more prominent uh, in the American cultural and political scene. Well, you can find the podcast right now on YouTube. It premieres 9 p.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We try to keep that schedule, but I throw in extra episodes all the time like I did this week due to this indictment and, and, and the arraignment and the whole deal. We had a special episode last night on the on the indictment. Um, but you can follow me on Getter. You can follow me on True Social. You can follow me on, on Facebook and Instagram. I'm still there for now, although I get suspended and banned and, you know, all those things every once in a while. Um, you can find the podcast on Rumble. It usually airs at 9 p.m. as well on every day that, that we do on YouTube. And you can find us on all the major audio platforms as well. We haven't been censored there yet, so we're we're happy about that. And uh, I can break some news here. I'm going to be on Royce, honored to be on Royce's podcast uh, next week, early next week. We'll give you a time as we get closer to it. Royce White, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Very powerful. Very powerful, as usual. Okay, we're going to be back here tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. We're going to be on fire. You're at uh, Bomber Command on the offensive movement against the Biden crime syndicate. See you tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. in the war room. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, 
promo code Bannon and get the better health promise. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 